life on the road. It's these tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns, and these fights, cancel flights, running with the runs, and blacklists, bounce checks, great a bachelorette. <laughs> Drunks in the front making out for your set And middle acts doing blow more missing merch and Drive the rental car past another mega church And juice keys, vagina fist, your cell phone is gone One big law and order marathon Get up, you can eat it, buddy There you go, you didn't even count Alright, hey, thanks <laughs> Thanks for tuning in the Road Stories podcast, everybody. I'm your host, Murray Valerio. Coming to Valerio. Wow, every once in a while, I got braces, Sammy. I don't know if you noticed those. Why'd you get braces? I had jacked up teeth. So uh, every once in a it's while. It's never too late to, you know, feel better about yourself. <laughs> you know what? I, I, I'm getting old. So I'm like, I'm going in with a, with a good smile. You're my you know second 40 year old friend with braces. Oh, really? Yeah. Do Jay Davis got them. Oh, has when did, he must have just got them too, because yeah, I worked with Jay a couple them. months ago. Uh, right. Am I jacked? No, you got good teeth, man. You know, you think with all the crazy grinding I've done doing my partying that they'd be a little messed up. The problem is now all that I have coke grinding. Yeah, <laughs> oh, the glory days. But uh, I, I um, now I got to do teeth whitener because I'm, I'm all I got left, dude, is uh-huh. coffee. That's yeah. all I got left in my life. Yeah, is is kegs of coffee I drink during the day, and I love it. And, <laughs> and I spill I'm, them at the studio, apparently. Yeah, apparently. And dude, you think you're pissed? Me, I'm out of coffee. I got pissed. I was ready to walk. I, I walked out just to go get more coffee. <laughs> Let we me have th- walkouts out of here all the time. Oh, you do out of your show? Yeah. It's hilarious. Me and Jason Tebow, just, <laughs> we walk out. Uh, bummer can get deep. Let me save you some money right now, and we'll stop orthodontic talk, I promise. Don't buy white strippers. Strippers? Stripes? Strips. Buy hydrogen peroxide. And gargle with it twice a day. Hydrogen peroxide. Hydrogen peroxide. Rinse your mouth out with it before you go to bed, but don't rinse your mouth. Just let it hang out on there. It'll whiten your teeth up. And don't spit it out? Don't spit it up. Spit, uh, rinse in the morning. Spit it out when you brush your teeth. And then go to bed. Rinse your mouth out. Spit it out. Don't rinse your mouth out. I mean, rinse it out with hydrogen peroxide. But do I swallow it? No, spit it out. God, I sound like a 13-year-old girl. <laughs> no, just, just spit it out, and the stuff that stings on your teeth, your teeth will be uh, white, no problem. Save Boom. It. And it's like 95 cents for a fucking gallon. I literally thought you were going into a, a sponsor right there. <laughs> Sam, let me send you money. Uh, rugs. Rugs for less. Rugsforless.com. Right, right Aid Hydrogen Peroxide. Bring you road stories, uh, part of All Things Comedy. What's going on, uh, Engineer Aaron, today? What's going on at All Things Comedy this week? What do we got going on? Uh, no new shows. All right. Is that uh, good or bad? We just recorded the finale of Pound Cake with oh. Scoville and Dan Van Kirk. Okay. You, a pound Cake? I didn't even yeah. know that show was that on a new there. One? <laughs> no. It's a new one. It's a. I thought it was the finale. I thought it was over. It's a season because they're reviewing the show 11 63 So that just ended. And so they're, they finished that. So what is Pound Cake? I don't know what cake? you're talking about at all. Yeah, I'm waiting to find out. It's a Stephen King novel. Okay. Uh, they made a TV show out of it okay. uh, about going back in time to stop the JFK assassination. Oh, I oh. like that. Because Lincoln finally said, stop, leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> that old onion joke. <laughs> you know, there are certain things that, like, if you gave Carlos Mencia an opportunity to go back in time and stop anything historical, you know he'd go back in time and stop himself from walking on stage and getting rocked by Rogan. You know, he wouldn't oh, use course. that to, like, save JFK or stop 9-11. He'd be like, no. Don't go up, Punto. <laughs> this is where it all goes bad for us. Wouldn't you go farther back and actually be born a Mexican <laughs> instead of a uh, Honduran? Oh. How do you say that? Have his mom move Honduran. over. <laughs> Honduran? <laughs> no, is he? Were is you? he at Salvador? No, he is Honduran. Honduran I, didn't, I, I don't think. know why I just took that moment to that, but it's so funny. Like, um, I, I, I've been slowly getting into the Oh, uh, the people versus OJ Simpson, which uh, I was, hold on. By the way, Sam Tripoli joins us. I didn't even give you a, oh, they probably read who's They know here. my, they know my they know. voice. They know no. Sammy. This and, is my 90th podcast this week. And Brett Ernst is going to be joining us, uh, somewhere within the hour. So, uh, Murray, thanks for having me on. Sam, I've been trying to get you on. There again. he is. There he is. What's there up, Brett? There he is. <laughs> it's Brett Ernst. He's on hey, Road How's Stories with Murray. Representing the you, dude. Look, he's got his coffee. <laughs> Look, he finished his coffee. Yeah, it was iced coffee. <laughs> there you go. Uh, earmuffs, right? Oh, uh, yeah, we no, got no. it. Oh, I should mention that. That real kid's quick. on Pornhub right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, had to, I had to bring my, my babysitter flaked on me this morning, so I had to bring my kid. So my kid is uh, under headphones, eating snacks, watching anime. What, are the, what are the babysitters running nowadays? I, what, what's, the, what's the hourly rate on this? 10 to $15 an hour. Oh, uh, I was surprised. I thought with this, just these kids, they're like, no, you need me 25. Well, it, I'm sure it goes brat ways, but my kid's a good kid, so. 
Brett uh, Ernst. Can, can we just talk about Brett Ernst's wonderful skin right now? You're in a great skin place. It's very like like it's it's porcelain. It's it really nice, good. dude. Thank you. I appreciate it. And your Are tone, you your tone. Huh? Are you exfoliating? No, man. You're just natural like this. <laughs> I naturally glow. It's amazing. And, and look at those teeth. And those eyebrows. Those look teeth. at those. Never had a cavity. Never. Really? Me neither. In my life. Oh, What's up? You want to hear this? Never had a cavity. I had this mother effing uh, a, a dentist who paid his mortgage off of drilling my teeth. <laughs> oh, you got another cavity, Tripoli. I'm like, come on, man. Long, ring, 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 ring. And then I left and I went and I've never had a cavity since. Oh, that's good. New Jack. Maybe you faked the whole thing. <laughs> I had a comic on here, I don't remember who it was, who uh, had uh, braces before his baby teeth were out. What? Talk about just fucking <laughs> rolling Talk in the about cash. scamming. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, Brett? We've done a few shows together, but yeah. it's been a long time since I've seen you. How you been, man? Been good, good to see buddy. you. Thanks for coming on today. Yeah, I, I appreciate uh, it. I went to five, uh, five, four, four, five instead of five, four. Oh, the studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I walked into the... Uh, into the uh, art studio across the street. Oh. <laughs> Is that what they call porn today? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, yeah, I'm mad. I scuffed my sneakers. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, well, there's... Oh, you did. Oh, you spilled already? Brand oh. new, brand right. new, and How, I scuffed them. When'd you get them? Uh, actually, I got them when I shot my special. That's great. Stan and I've Sm only worn them during the special, and then I just threw them on today. Stan Smiths? What are those? Nah, these are shell tops. Oh. No Stan Smith. Those uh, shell tops. Nice. Stan Smiths they're are white. shell tops, aren't they? Aren't nah, Stan, Stan Smith is like with the three holes in it. The green? Yeah, the green, yeah, but, yeah. but it's... Uh, the, it had holes in it. It didn't oh, right. really have the and, and mostly chicks worn, but I secretly wanted to wear them. <laughs> <laughs> well, now today, if you were a guy, you could totally wear them. Yeah, I might get a pair of those. I like those, I was man. in uh Yeah, there's a bitch-ass dude epidemic going on. Well, <laughs> oh, you yelled at me on the internet about that. What I do? Oh, I was joking with you. I was trolling you on April Fool. I, everything he posted, I was I was hitting him on. Right, right. Going the other way, <laughs> and I was just trying to piss him off. That's I, I when I saw at the comedy store, I'm like, Sam, what, why no reaction? <laughs> my whole thing is when I hit five thousand friends uh -huh. on, and I put up posts all the time, but. I really love when I hit five thousand friends. I love to uh, put a pro people post up there, right? And I just have people go nuts, and I lose like five friends, so I can add new people. <laughs> Obama's doing a great job. Oh, come on, L lose friend, lose friend, lose friend. Well, you say Obama's doing a good job. You're not losing friends here. Oh, are you kidding? No, but I have friends all over Facebook. Facebook is all. You over have friends in filthy upstate New York. So one guy, yeah, they and really are, and that shithole that you grew up in. Yeah. So this one guy, it's totally is. I, and I love it. The 607 for life. So, <laughs> so they the tattoo you'll never see. There's this one guy who goes nuts on me. He goes nuts on anything I post. Right. But it's so hard to take him serious because his avatar is a garbage pail kid. It's like you can't oh. argue politics with a garbage pail kid avatar. There's no mic dropping when you're Donald Dump or whatever. <laughs> yeah, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> Can't drop the mic. Yeah. <laughs> I just, what was some of the garbage hill kid names? I don't even know they were great though. <laughs> Scotty something. Snot, Scott yeah. Snot or Scott something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you lose credibility. Uh, but when you ask me to do the show, and it's your show, so you can totally do whatever you want. Well, good, right. good thing that you let him know yeah, that. Thanks a lot. No, yeah, but, thanks, but the reason was like you asked more me about to your do dental, it. Uh, hygiene. And I, uh, I was like, I, I gotta get Brett Ernst on because yeah, of course. I, you know, back in the day, you know, before everybody blew up and right. everybody's gone and done their own thing, is like there was a group of us at the comedy <laughs> store where they'd be running around all the time, and it, you know, and it's uh, and no, I, I've nobody, I've, I've never. Early on, the the craziest gigs were always with me and Brett Ernst. Oh, really? Yes. Now I was I was ahead of you guys, right? It was yeah. me, Galera. Murray, you used. To, I remember that you used to work at the. At the uh, comedy store, you're yeah, yeah. a door guy, and I remember I was running a show at the Crooked Bar at the yeah Coconut Teaser. Oh, the Coconut, CoCoconut Teaser. Yeah, 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 yeah. Downstairs, and you would come down. It's a like, great oh, room. Hey, he works at the store. We gotta get him up. So you get him up, <laughs> and then this is just when the and internet was tanks. coming out. <laughs> and then he tanks. And well, I how long just, have you been doing it? Uh, well, I was doing it. I started in like '98, and then I got out for like five or six years because I was writing for TV. So I got back into it like six years ago. Yeah, so I've been doing it since '97. I've been doing it since '96, '95 or '96. Well, I remember. First of all, I remember that Crooked Bar uh, show you ran. There was a it would it went comic singer comic singer right. 
Yeah. And then there was some dude who called himself Mr. Wonderful or Yeah, I remember him. Or some yeah, black dude I remember him. who would like just imitate Prince and take off all his clothes while he sang, right? And then there was the guy who at the end, <laughs> I forget what his name is, but he would just sing bad songs as we just Screamed at oh, yeah. him, <laughs> pizza and beer, and we're like, shut up! And you just play through it. He's probably dead. Yeah. <laughs> well, I remember Sammy rolled in from Vegas, right? Yeah. And uh, big fucking mane of hair, yeah, man, like I the would, Lion I look King. Like a Hebrew Chris Cornell from SoundCloud. <laughs> and he rolled in with some. Di- what was that? Your friend of yours who came in? There was in. a bunch of us. There was we had, uh, a, whole, a whole crew of those scales. <laughs> of all these scumbags, it was uh, Vinny, Vinny from, from Chicago. Chicago. Was fucking what a dirtbag! I love that guy. Who went on to uh, start managing nightclubs and got a horrific coke problem, and he might be dead too. Okay. <laughs> and then there's uh, Fat Hatchel. Fat Hatchel. Mark Yeah, where's Hatchel? They're all growing weed now. <laughs> That's smart. Good business. Yeah. They're Making all more money than now. all of us. And then there was uh, Keith. And we. The, and then I also had a buddy of mine named uh, Scott Ross. That's the dude That's I was thinking the kid, of. Scott. Yeah. He Scott, was a, I remember Scott. He was a good writer, man. Yeah, he Great was a porn good writer. Great <laughs> porn reviewer. <laughs> and he also. I had narcolepsy. Tell him. Yeah. He like, nar- if, he, if he laughed hard enough, he would go to sleep. So everybody would try and make him laugh. <laughs> Called- and then so he could just he and he would just pot. By the way, Sam's apartment. Are you? You're not still there. No. 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 Oh yeah, of course not. You're, you're living up there. Um, it looked like I. I it was a. First of all, there was like bongs and and porn everywhere. It was probably porn, Sam's porn apartment. Depot. And there was just there was at, like there was signs of athleticism. Like there was a bike but no seat. There was a deflated basketball. It was just a mess. There were signs of at one point there was hope. There was hope. <laughs> just, it was it was a real it was uh, now you just get rid of the bong and it's still the it same was so apartment. Long ago. Remember we used to run shifts too? Like we would run shifts at the laugh factory where like you know, back then, I don't know if they still do it. We have to wait in line. Tuesdays, I see kids yeah, waiting in line. I see guys waiting in line. It's biggest, still, biggest scam. In, you know, in no, I disagree. With I that. disagree with I, that. I think too. it's all promo. That, when I we think were it's all doing promo. It was different. I think it's all promo. No, I, you know, because Jamie, Jamie really would watch and critique. Oh, that part is fine. That yeah. I, that is fine, and that's minutes. how I got into the fact. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, you like that one, don't you? <laughs> he loves Jamie. He loves Animaniacs. Um, I think, but the the waiting out online, I think, is all promo. You know what I mean? Oh, one hundred percent. Jamie, well, no, that well, is a big part of well, Jamie. But wait, but you know how that started? That was the comics that did that because we were trying to buck the system. What happened was we would get there like six in the morning, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. we would hold spots in line, like, uh, like me, Sam, Maz Jabrani, uh, Jeff Al, Richards, Jeff, uh, Al Rondon. Like there would be guys like I, if I was working at the at, at the Cheesecake Factory uh-huh. at the time, and then I would get off at two. Somebody would, I would take the spot and hold it for three other of my so friends. So it's, it's a pre-line before the line. Yeah, but that's like the, it's it's stuff comics came up with. It's sure, not sure. even supposed to be there. Right, right. Well, technically it wasn't. That would cause real problems. Yeah, I got, in, I got into some altercations. So somebody would show up going, there's no line, and they would just walk to the front. Oh, that's right. And yeah, that yeah. guy, every time somebody did that, they would always bomb on stage. Because only like an anti-comic would right. do that to other comics. Now, I had some dude try and cut the line like, like you know, he was trying to herb everybody. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> did you see where the, uh, the, the fight eyes flashed? No, yeah, man. No, it got was like, we're all there. Something going just on. came over that Not face, a dude's man. like, yo, yo, man. I'm, you know, and, and <clears throat> he was cutting like in the front. Mm-hmm. Uh, some black dude and I says, "Hey man, you need to get behind me. If you want to cut the herd behind me, you cut yeah. anybody in front of me. You cut me. You understand?" And then uh, it got a little heated, but I pull, you know, the guy was just trying to to uh, to posture, and then um, he got behind me, you know, because but he was running his mouth, and I told him, you know, but th- this is when we first started, and then then if if God forbid something happened, you were banned, right? You know, but at that point, I didn't I didn't give a shit, and then. Right. Uh, <laughs> um, that was one time, and then another time, uh, same thing. That's yeah. the, that's the worst line to cut. You got you, you got Brett, you got Triple, you got Jeff Richards. That's the worst. Like, well, it's just cut rude, that, try man. and cut it's that. Like, try and cut that line with no, like me like and Oshak and Galera. And it's like yeah. go ahead. But you know, like you know what you like. You can't do that. You know what I mean? Like you can't just. Who do you think you are, man? When you get yeah. out of jail, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, right. You, right. Ain't, you know, it's yeah. Like a phone it, phone line. It's a community. It's and it's L A. It's just L A. Comics will 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 will. Uh, backstab another comic for three minutes but the thing was about that not our crew no 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 No, i think that's it though you find your crews that well i think think if you you have friends that are talented they're not trying to overcompensate for that yeah you know like in other words 
Everybody knows what, what we do on stage. Nobody's. I don't. You can't compete. It's stupid. Yeah, there the comedy no table's infinite. But there, you know, the I think the assholes find the assholes. The cool guys find the cool guys. I've and seen and those you form movies. A little, <laughs> no, I agree. Talking to the outsiders. No, you gra you, gra you gravitate to uh, groups rise. That's my opinion. Mm -hmm. The reason that 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 open mic was so good because it was the at least when I was starting to do comedy. Uh -huh. The reason it was so good is because it was a real crowd. And I we would drive in from Vegas. Me and my crew would vi drive into Vegas to play that room just the to factory. Kill. Yeah, yeah, and then drive back home the night that night. Mm -hmm. And uh it was the first time you could get from a real crowd. Now what ruined that open mic at least back then for a short time was Jade and Ahmed's Dublins. People oh, stopped yeah, yeah. going to that, and they started going to Dublin's, which was one of the greatest shows ever. Oh, in the yeah, history for sure, of man. Comedy. That yeah, that was, was a great. But no you know, wait, I just want to comment on something. Oh, you, no, you're no, like, no. okay, here comes the fight eyes. <laughs> Nobody got more fights than you. <laughs> Do Sam? I don't. Still. I've never, yeah, still. <laughs> I've never seen a guy attract. He's got a regulate LA T-shirt on, and, and I say this to him. I've said this to him already. So uh, you know, I, I've never seen a guy. This is how you know Sam's a great comic. I've never seen a guy get booed. Just as many times as he's gotten standing ovations. <laughs> there was one. There was one night the laugh factory. It just was boom. Like you know, it was it was shook, and then and then he went down. And this lady, soccer moms hate you. Yeah, well, they yeah, always yeah. start it. Yeah, you know what they're like. They're, soccer moms are like the uh, you know the Bernie protesters. Mm -hmm. We're, we're, we're all peaceful, but we're going to go and we're going to yell and cause problems, yeah. even though we're supposed to be, yeah. you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. That's, that's exactly what they are. Soccer moms will. There was one in San, in San Diego. Did you tell him the story when you, got, when you got slapped? No. Oh, I never heard this story. Oh, that's why I brought him. He knows all the weird ones. <laughs> There's two that stand out. Yeah. The Modesto one. Where were we? Modesto? Modesto, San Diego, <laughs> just in uh, San Luis Obispo. <laughs> Let's start with San Diego. Well, Sandy, <laughs> San, I forgot so, about the teacher. There was a bunch of times. There was a time, like back in the day. It's mm, <laughs> still now. Brett Ernst, myself, Ahmed Ahmed, Aaron Cater all got picked up at the comedy store on the same and, night. Oh, really? But the show we did was me, you, uh, Sebastian, and Cappy. Right, right. But I mean, I'm just setting up that we all got picked up at the same time because something crazy had happened at the comedy store. Right. Someone had pulled Mitzi aside going, you got to get rid of all these 80s and 90s. You got to get rid of them. Yeah. They're just, it's dead weight. And it was like, I remember because Steve Ernazizi was still working the the cashier at the mm -hmm. time of the door. And I would come up. He's like, dude, is this place going to stay open? Because you would walk in the world famous comedy store and there would be dead. 10 people in the crowd. Yeah. You know, and you think about where it is now. Well, and, and just just for the record, it, it has nothing to do with the age thing. It was the the comics that weren't staying relevant or credits. I, I, it has nothing to do with that. It has to do with the fact that they weren't working. Like they weren't working on new material. Yes. They were just yeah. taking no, up I'm not space. The age stuff, yeah, no, but yeah, they, were like, they were taking up room at the store. Yeah, like they they were just not do. They weren't taking risks. Yeah, it, you they know, weren't they, they weren't using the stage craft. to develop. Yeah. They yeah, were yeah. just there. And just resting on their laurels. acting like assholes. Oh, oh, yeah, the kid. He's got, he's got uh, my uh, kid's got a acting he's, like assholes, and you know. Mm -hmm. And then there was the when when she passed all of us. She just gutted the lineup. She just gutted this lineup. I'd already been the, kicked out by then. So yeah. did you? <laughs> well, you know how it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she gets rid of all these people, and so she just Sebastian got picked up before everybody. Then right after him was Maz, and then Maz and Duncan worked to get a bunch of us in, and they basically Jay Davis because Jay Davis was killing comedy in the sense that everybody was going to this Tuesday show, right. and the clubs nobody's going to the clubs because it was this incredible like Dublin's was this insane place where for the first time as uh, that I can remember. All the comics from all three clubs were able to work together. Yeah, that, yeah, definitely. What's going on now where you see like the same five guys on every marquee mm -hmm. and it, they're, they're the ones doing all the shows? That never happened before. Mm -hmm. It was like you were Laugh Factory, you yep. were Improv, I was Comedy Store, whoever it was, and you snuck into the other one a couple times. Right, right. But you you stayed where your bread was buttered, sure. right? The, the Dublin's was the first time in that – all everybody came together, and, and just just like I don't know if well you know, but the listeners, if uh, the the way it was in the LA scene is, uh, if I would do the high school analogy, mm -hmm. the comedy store were like, you know, guys that 
got in trouble. The like, metalheads, yeah, the smoking yeah. pit. The uh, you know, like they're like the thing Joe Diaz did four years for strong arm robbery and kidnap. <laughs> you know, they were like the guys that graduated from high school but were still hanging out at the party. Right. Then the improv were like the student council kids. Right. And then the laugh factory were those guys that would go to like they were in but like they could go to any party. The cheerleaders. <laughs> the cheerleaders. No, I, no, you know what I mean. Like those guys that were just, you know. Right. And, I always kind of figured the, the the laugh factory was the rich kids. I, I agree with the I analogy. Like I agree with the analogy up until Laugh Factory, but I always considered the Laugh Factory. I, the I rich always kids. and the Laugh Factory is a great club. It, it's but it's it's definitely more the shiny object crowd. Yeah, you know it's like. Well, I don't. I I mean, I don't know. I, to me, it's all the same people. Sure, like the crowds are the same. I think I, I think I think they are the same now that everybody's playing everywhere. Now, now, you yeah. know. But what you were looking for, there was a time where I felt like. And maybe because comedy was different compared to how it is now, which I think is amazing right now. I mean, there's some people get mad that a lot of kids are just getting a lot of the, you know, they're getting more credits than minutes, which is fine. You know, what are they supposed to do? No, no, no. They get, but you know, I love what's going on in comedy. But back then it was definitely like each one had its vibe. Right. And then, so, but at the, at Dublin's you, it was everybody you got to see. And then there were guys like, you know, uh, from the improv, like I remember you know, Zach Galifianakis and then Nick Schwartz and mm-hmm. those guys would come and destroy. Yeah, yeah. Then you had Dane and Mitch Mullaney and uh, Butch Bradley and those guys from the, yeah, from, from, factory. from the factory. And then, then there was us scumbags that, mm-hmm. you know, were from the comedy <laughs> store. And then it really got, it, it got, it, it was an, a way to showcase real stand up, like guys that really wanted, were into what we were, you know, yeah, like into what no, we weren't on stage to hopefully get seen. Yes, exactly. You're on stage because, you know, you're, you're trying to kill. Exactly. Dude, I mean, uh, you know, create. It was the perfect storm where these two guys had gotten, uh, they, like, they just knew everybody in Hollywood. Jay Davis was a bar backing. And so, had- so they did the Wednesday nights at the comedy store. Mitzi gave him a night. Uh-huh. It was called Rock Comedy on Wednesdays. And when I would tell you who's in the crowd, like, I remember you, you, it was the same Dublin's crowd. I remember one night uh, Britney Spears was there with Justin Timberlake. Yeah. That's how I got the Wild West tour. Vince Vaughn used to come to the shows all oh, the time. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then he was like, ah, I like this kid. And, uh, you know, I got a story about that, too. Yeah, well, you <laughs> we haven't even got to the San Diego. So, you got to tell me that one off the reason mic. I'm tell- <laughs> the reason I'm saying that is that we all got picked up together, and then there was Sebastian Maz, Brett, and myself. Mm-hmm. And Caparilla was in there. I think. Uh, and a bunch of other guys came later that are considered part of that class, but they did come a little later. Right. And Mitzi would send us all down, M- Sebastian, Maz, Brett, and myself, and we would ro- and sometimes Caparillo, and we would rotate. Yeah, we do twenty minutes apiece. You have four shows, so sure. we would all, all down at La Jolla, spots. right? So I'll get to the story. So <laughs> Sammy's on stage crushing, <laughs> and and all of a sudden this woman just started yelling at him and you could tell it was like you know like those housewives of orange county type yeah. shit yeah it's the la jolla crowd where they're like they they're rich but they love being tra- like dr- bourgeois trash sure, like, sure. oh my god we're so good but you're like rich kids and you're yeah. trying to act like you're there's crazy. a maserati uh dealership, dealership caddy right. corner from the la jolla right. Right. and they're store. great guys i mean like i love la jolla it's one of my favorite Me too. places to play but it's just like they when they get drunk, they're fucking drunk. Well, she just hated you. Yeah. Well, and then she kept yelling, that's not funny. So Sam, I remember, I still remember this line. This is the best line. He goes, you know what? You, you remind me of my ex-girlfriend, except older and chubbier. <laughs> right? And that didn't win her? No, that didn't no, her no. goes crazy. So then I start to systematically. <laughs> yeah, yeah you like that. I'm destroying her. I'm destroying her. I'm systematically destroying this lady. No, no, we're laughing, all. We're with, laughing you. with you. <laughs> You'll learn to love that. Uh, <laughs> so then, See? Right, this is what he attracts. No, get at him. Get at him. Get him. <laughs> See? I can't tell a story without somebody heckling. <laughs> <laughs> Do so, not call him older and fatter. I'll so, so I, so I, I dis, I, I start, I kill her. Then I get the crowd to boo her. Then uh-huh. I get the crowd to cheer to throw her out. Yeah, they nice. decide to throw her out. Now, right. Sam had a camera set up. Okay, so I'm about to go up. I just happen to be closing this show. Mm-hmm. All right, because like I said, we alternate, and we're all doing the same amount of time. So I look over, and as they're leaving, the guys that they're with um, start walking out. Everybody's cheering. Sam's going. <laughs> Sam's yelling at him. So uh, then, then the guys in the back, and he's staring at like he's standing with his arms crossed, and I see him because I'm about to go up, and he's looking at the camera. 
And I said, I go, don't, don't touch that. Don't touch that fucking camera. That's right. my camera. It's not his. Yeah. Yeah. But it was his. Right. right. So the guy looked at me and he goes in the back. So now Sam brings me up. So I bring up, please welcome Brotherhood. <laughs> so on the exchange, because I seen him lingering in the back, right? I see him lingering in the back during the exchange. I said, Sammy, don't go back there. Those guys are waiting for you. Oh, and yeah. you know Sam with his bobblehead? He's like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't care. So now I'm on stage. Sam gets off. So I go in the back. <laughs> And uh, at the time of the comedy, so you've been to La Jolla where they had that weird kind of foosball game right in the middle yeah, of the yeah, lobby, yeah, which yeah. I don't know why it was bumper over there. Bumper pool, the bumper pool. Bumper pool. But so me and I think it, I, I think his name was Kevin. He was the, he was the bald-headed security guard, kind of redneck guy, and he was a really cool cat. And we were just talking. And gay Matt. Well, and Gay Matt was gay there. Matt there. And uh, all, some of the waitresses, Lee, uh, Jen, they were they were all La Jolla. They, now they're at the, main, uh, at the big comedy store. But anyways, they were all hanging out. We're all talking. So we're just talking about the set. Suddenly this drunk guy walks through. And I'm like, oh, I think he's with them. And he walks up to me. I go, oh, dude, this guy's going to apologize for his girlfriend's being <laughs> an asshole. Because I was brand new, dude. Right, right, right. This will never happen again. Right. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, he's like, hey, man, were you the comic? I'm like, yeah. And he just goes, whack, and smacks the shit out of me. Wow. And I just sit there and go, dude, you just hit me. <laughs> I was in shock. <laughs> But before I could do anything, every employee who ever worked at the comedy <laughs> store comes out of the woodwork and just starts wailing on this guy, dude. Wow. And I break out my and I'm starting wailing on him, wailing on him, wailing. I'm we're all kicking him. I look up, Brett Ernst has is in the lobby with the microphone in his hand, ready to punch me. I'm like, Brett. What are you doing? He's like, what's going on? I go, no, we were, I was on stage and I heard the boom, 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 right, boom, yeah, yeah. boom, boom, you know? So I just took the mic out because there was a group of them. Yeah. So it wasn't there's like- There was two of them. Okay. No, no, but I'm saying there was other guys. They left. So I didn't know. You didn't know who's back Sure, there, sure. You know what I mean? I just heard it. So then I jumped off stage <laughs> and then they were just, they were, you know, it was like- uh, I'm like, remember when, back on stage. Remember there's when, a show going on. Remember when I look into the crowd. I look at the crowd. Everybody's just leaning forward trying to look, <laughs> look out the, the back door. Well, it was like, uh, remember, like, I mean, when I ran back there, it was like the Billy Bat scene. And, you know, everybody's <laughs> kicking this guy to sleep. Right, right. So I'm just standing there and Gay Matt was like, you got it. Because he was the manager. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? So I just, it was a very awkward walk. Coming back uh, from the crowd, and everybody's, I mean, it was pretty much sold out. So everybody's just looking. <laughs> and, and then he goes, then I'm on stage, and then everybody's trying to get, I'm just like, you know, I was, I was like, so, Sam, you just, you can't, you can't let me, you know, so, you have to. So have to basically, fuck that up too. what would happen, I don't know where, so everyone's kicking the shit out of him. Out of nowhere comes this guy who used to work there, and his nickname is Bigfoot. Because uh -huh. he's got giant feet and he just soccer kicks this fucking dude. Oh, man. Boom. His friend comes through, goes, what the fuck? And tries to do like some polar bear fighting style with us. <laughs> and he grabs his friend and he's like threatening the punch as he's pulling his friend. <laughs> his, his friend's like just like, oh, he's pulling him <laughs> out, right? But his the door was, the one door is locked and only one door is open. So he could only pull one leg out so the guy was stuck as he's just getting beat and his girlfriend's like I'm on the city council I'm like nobody gives a shit bitch you caused this shit and we threw her out and that was just this always happens with Sam there's always something that's why I loved going with him oh, another, yeah, another, another time story. in Modesto uh, the whole crowd was gonna kill us man right and we're standing there, and Sam just, you know. So we get to Modesto, <laughs> which is like, if you know Modesto, you know you're there because it smells like horse shit. Yeah, it literally, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it smells like horse shit. You're like, who lives here? But you go there, and we get hired because this is back in the day when you, like, and I still, it was a bar show, but they, we made a couple hundred apiece. I still sure. think it's the best time of your comedy career. Me too. Oh, yeah. Is when you're just, you're just doing it because you love it. Yeah. And like $500 to go to Modesto that you're going to split with three other people is gold. You're just so excited to get out of LA and do a real crowd. Yeah. So we get there. It's a sports bar. And uh, the, the Laker Dal game was on. The right? Dallas Mavericks. <laughs> Are taking on the Los Angeles Lakers, and this during the prime like uh, Chris Webber versus Shaquille O'Neal like kind of days, and uh, Dal uh, Dallas is up mm -hmm. thirty points, and Lakers are staging a comeback, and they kept the game on. Yeah, right. but yeah, then yeah. they decided to start the show. Yeah, they're like we got the show. Like, no, it's not just the game is on. There's a jumbotron, sure, like this behind, behind them. like huge. 
behind the stage. Like those old screens you pulled down, because no, this is no, before flat screens. Huge. Yeah, yeah. It was huge. And they want us to perform in front of it why the hated Lakers are making a comeback on the Dallas Mavericks. They're like, you got to go up. I'm like, oh. I thought it was the Kings. No, 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 no. The Mavericks. It was, it was, it was Mavericks. Mavericks. What am I talking about? Because yeah. it's, it's the biggest comeback in Laker yeah. history. Wow. That's what I have to perform against. History. <laughs> so he starts, he starts calling the game. You know? Smart. That's and what then, I do. And then afterwards, you know, it, it, they were a good crowd. Then we 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 reset it, and then then we brought the host up. Then we were gonna we were gonna do it again. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and everybody was into it. So there was this dickhead table of guys that as, as soon as Sam went up, they started heckling him. And then Sam, you know, he got into it with them. He's like, uh, you know, what were you guys like? captain of your football team and now you know this is you guys you know right. he called one of the girls I'm killing him. He, yeah he's, he's right I remember you called one of the girls a uh, uh, small town uh, LA 5 right <laughs> small town 9 like he was just going in so uh, but the one guy was being rude so then I went up and I was pissed so I told the, I told him I said yo man I bet you think you can do comedy you remember this yes and he's like and he goes yeah I can I said then why don't you come up oh. right and everybody clap bring yeah, him yeah, up yeah. And he really thought he could, like, he started getting to his bit. He's like, you know, today was my birthday. And then me and Sam just started going, you suck. We started yelling and interrupted him, right? So and he's like, oh, then he literally said, he goes, how am I supposed to do comedy when you guys interrupted me? <laughs> and we go, now you get it, you dumbass, right? So then I walked him off stage. But he actually did apologize on stage. He yeah. goes, I realize this is a lot harder than I thought. Oh, nice. Yeah, so then good. afterwards, though, they, they just did not like him. Right. So we're trying to get paid, and <laughs> Sam, you remember that scene in uh, in Vacation when he's like, "Yes, kiss his ass, kiss his ass, uh-huh. kiss his." So people are coming up to us, and Sam's just going, "Yeah, fuck you, <laughs> fuck you," right? And and we're in a sh- like literally, man, we're in a shit town. I'm like, dude, let us get our money, and you know, let's get out of here. There you go. And I just saw him. I saw him grouping up. You know, I was been playing uh, Golden Tea too. And, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I That's seen a them, great small town I game. Seen those, <laughs> I seen those guys rounding up, like you know, and I just we backdoored it. I said we got to. I, oh I, really? I, I felt the tension. Yeah, yeah. I've been around it enough to see. You know, when sure. guys start, you don't know what's gonna happen, and when do, you're on doing the, road. the perimeter. Yeah, yeah. And I've heard stories of like uh, a buddy of mine. Some girl hit on him, and he like he thinks it's gonna happen. Great shit's gonna go down. So she goes, come with me to this bar. He's like, I'll chase Poon anywhere. So he goes with her. They get to the bar. All of a sudden, this group of guys walk in. They surround him. It's the guy the guy who surrounds him's girlfriend. That, And she just d- didn't even tell him she had the boyfriend. And they just, they just beat up. the fuck out of him. Yeah. Oh, him dude. Who was that? Dude, I, 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 don't, I, I, off, off there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. I probably had him on. He'll tell the story. <laughs> I would say I would say ninety five percent of hecklers are women. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't. Maybe for you, but for me, it's like. It is down. It can almost be down the line. Women don't really heckle me. They just give me looks of. But you don't. I'm saying upset. most. Part, I would say one out of every ten. It become. It's a guy. But when a guy, you know, because the women yell at you. Yeah, you're not funny. Or they take it they personally. Say anything but that. You're not funny. I'm like, okay. No. Or how, how about I don't do that. Yeah. You ever have that? I don't do that. Like uh. we're not. And by the way, if you think we're lying, go on YouTube and put in hecklers and you'll see it's mostly women that yeah. yell out. Oh, listen, my listeners have been listening to this show for eight years, man. They, they understand. They've heard that, right? For eight years? Yeah, yeah. When did you, where did you start? I started back in my old house on, on Hudson. Were you doing it before a lot of people? Uh, I did. I started a year before Marin. Well, wait, get back to that. So other, Sorry. So other comics have said that too? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, hold on. Um, um, I think so. What were you saying? I had to... I'm, I it's about shut hecklers. My kid up. Sorry, yeah. hecklers. All right. Why no, I'm saying that other comics have set, found that to be the same. That women heckle more than men, right? Uh, yeah, I've heard. That. I've had that on the show before because yeah, they're yeah. trying to uh, flirt with you a lot. A lot of times, it's flirting. No, I think they take it personally. No, you know what I hate? What they do is when they announce who's the winner of the show. You ever done that? Like they say it's so. Like let's say all three of us perform. No, you right. were the best. And they just and they have to eyeball everybody. You were the best, and like nobody cares, bitch. <laughs> this isn't the fucking Olympics, right? You no. probably just picked who offended you the least, right? Because you've been watching daytime television too much, <laughs> where everything's about fat kids dancing. <laughs> I want people to stop posting their uh, heckler bits. You want them to stop? I want them to stop because it, it's just. You think inc- it encourages? I think it's encouraging. It? I really think it's encouraging. I think YouTube comics have encouraged. I think people commenting on YouTube have uh, encouraged fucking people to uh, to comment pe- to 
think they could just interact with people. Mm -hmm. It's not that at all, dude. I've been heckled all these different places, dude. I did. Well, I, when guys do it, I think it's it's different. Like guys, guys either want to try and match wits with you, or they're just being a dick. Well, they heckle for a couple reasons. I found one: uh, their girlfriend's laughing at you more than they've ever laughed at them. Uh, <laughs> two, they think uh, they're the funny guy in their group. Uh, three, they want to do stand up. Or four, I think it's mostly they want to. Yeah, and then afterwards, like, hey man, dude, we did it. We fucked. Yeah, we did it. We did good. it. I know you I was didn't do nothing. You, out. you just ruined everything. I was helping you out, dude. Can I tell you this uh, uh, story? And then I, I got another story I want right. to tell. Hold on. I, got, I don't know why I'm being so secretive. My listeners have been with me forever. I'm just, I'm, I'm leaving the mic to shut my kid up because he's laughing at animaniacs. I don't know why this I'm trying. Is, like, I'm treating this like fucking late night TV. My yeah. listeners have been with me a long time. They know Frank. So I'm just, I got Frank in the studio if I haven't said that. So Animaniacs. Been, right? It's I good. love that show. I've totally probably given it to him way too young, but I got sick of watching Barney and shit. So yeah. I liked Animaniacs in the 90s, so I'm like, That's watch fine. this. That's <laughs> fine. Sorry, Sammy, go it's on. It's like having your kid listen to Mozart. Yes. <laughs> Dude, most of, most of the cartoons my wife, are just like acid trips for kids. That's really all you're doing. It's like, here's some mushrooms without actually doing mushrooms. <laughs> Enjoy tripping balls for the first time. <laughs> you ever see kids watch, oh! Oh my God! It's like, yeah, dude, baby's first trip. That's yeah, what totally. That is. That's exactly what he's going through so right I now. Do, I was doing a show at the um, the what is the one in Ventura, the Ventura Harbor Comedy Club. Oh yes, and that club that is, used to be Hornblowers, right? Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Yeah. It was great. It's a great club. Sometimes it's not as packed as it sometimes is, mm -hmm. but so I'm doing uh, this show, and I bring up Eleanor Kerrigan and my friend David Deary, <clears throat> and they're both dirty. Funny comics. David goes up and flamethrows the room. I'm like, right. all right, man. They like dirty comedy. Eleanor goes up, annihilates the room. I'm like, they love dirty, filthy comedy. This is going to be great. And I get too excited. Sure. So I walk up on stage, and it's literally like the record scratches. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, what's up? And they're like, oh. And I'm like, what's going on, man? You guys right now? Oh. And, for, and then... Five minutes in this thing, they are not on board. Right. At all. And then I have to go, what's going on here? What's going on? You were just laughing at blah, 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 and blah, his, blah, blah, nothing with me? Nothing. So now I'm using all my comedy store tricks sure. to get them back. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Did so, you bring Boone Shakalaka? <laughs> 15 minutes in, I'm, Did you bring things Robert aren't going well. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, little Jello. Hello, Jello. Is that guy still there? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So they let him do. Uh, Guys, so nothing's happening. I'm sorry. So sorry, nothing's, sorry, nothing's happening. We're just down So then I'm like, okay, you don't want to do it? You don't want to do it? I must start teeing off on people. So I just start doing crowd work, and then they start coming at me, right? They're having fun. This one chick is shit faced, her and her husband. Mm -hmm. They're about 60. And, and she just starts answering all the questions I'm asking. Heckling me, and I start pound, pound, pounding her. I start, and he starts heckling me. I pound on him. She starts yapping, and I start talking about how this town has a real, this room has a real swingers vibe, right? right and right. I'm like, oh, sir, you you look like you like to swing, do you, sir? <laughs> I mean, you and your wife had the vibe of a, a couple that likes to, uh, you look like you like to uh, watch your wife get uh, a Train ran on by five black guys. He goes, what? I go, you like to have brothers run conga lines on your wife while you watch. <laughs> you motherfucker, I'm going to kick your ass. He gets up, right? And I'm like, okay, calm down, right? I <laughs> Smacks it, to shit. No. <laughs> no. I thought it was a joke. I really right. thought a joke. So he walks up, and he's obviously not looking for trouble, but he just starts pacing in the front, right? Just starts pacing in the front. He's like, I'm going to kick your ass when I find the way up the stage. So I literally started, like, help him GPS style. I'm like, go this way, go this way, go this way. I'm like, you want to get to the stage? Because I don't think he's real. Right, right. And I'm waiting for security to come and put uh, put an end to this. No security. There's shows no security up. at that club. Because the the guy who's the owner is in the green room sleeping. Yeah. So he's pacing, 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 pacing. He comes aside. He's like, I'm gonna kick your ass, and he comes up on stage, and I'm like, okay. This is really crazy. So I go to make a joke about it, and I look, and everybody's got their cameras out. So I'm like, okay, I, I'm going to have to be on the wrong side. It's like I got to be on the right side of history here. Yeah, yeah. Because they're going to film me. If this, and this guy's like 70 and shit-faced. So I had to get in my fucking karate stance. <laughs> is it online? No. I, maybe somebody put it up. But I'm like, sir, you need to get off stage. 
Cause it's gonna go back, and I just fucking size him up, right? <laughs> and you see his eyes go, "Oh fuck!" And I'm like, "Dude, I don't, I, I don't want to fight, but right. I'm gonna beat the fuck out of you if yeah. you fucking swing on me, man." Yeah, Ellen, you know who's bouncing? Eleanor, Eleanor Kerrigan, Eleanor, Philly girl in the house. Yeah. <laughs> Philly girl is, dude, and that's not the first time that's ever he's bouncing. Next thing you know, the guy grabs him, takes him off stage. But that, that's how they. It's always. Women have to bounce women. Yeah. I was doing a show at the, uh, I was following Brody Stevens at the comedy store and he's having a weird set. And I could tell it's a weird set for him because this one girl's freaking uh, yapping. Mm -hmm. And he goes, oh, you guys are going to love this next guy. He's going to put you guys in your place, which is always great. Yeah, that's, a, that's a nice setup. It's always good when they load you up yeah. for success. You guys <laughs> suck. This guy's going to make you pay for it. Hey, Sam. I'm oh, like, oh, God. <laughs> so he brings you up. I start doing stand-up. I'm having fun with him. And, uh, and Brody is just taking forever to leave because he didn't do well mm -hmm. and he doesn't want to leave on a bad note. So he's like, he's, he's talking to me. I'm like, Brody, what's going on? Your time's done. Let's yeah, yeah, yeah. Next, next guy up. It's my turn. He's looking for a way out on the laugh, right? He's looking to get a laugh to walk. He's looking yeah, at yeah. dismount. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. He, the dismount? He, the dismount, sure. And he's doing this slow walk and we start interacting and then it starts to get a little more real than it should. And mm -hmm. I didn't want to get there, but it starts to get a little more. I'm like, Brody, I'm, it's my time. And he's just slowly walking out. The same girl was heckling, literally runs up to the stage, just drunk British chick and starts screaming at me. Oh, not funny. I mean, spitting like rabies. Right. Crazy. <laughs> and I started hitting her, hitting her, hitting her with some quality stuff. Bam, 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 bam. Of course, you know, the comedy store loved, they, up until recently, which was the last couple of years, the comedy store loved to uh, hire emos to be uh, security. <laughs> like, if you were in the band Death Cab for Cutie, you play keyboards, you could bounce at the comedy right, store. Right, right. Like, nothing's better than when you see skinny jeans on people trying to remove people from the show. <laughs> nobody comes up, nobody says anything, and this girl is screaming at me, you're not funny, get the fuck off. I'm like, lady, shut up, I'm trying to do my act. Out of nowhere, this other chick walks up to the stage, out of nowhere, walks up, Grabs her, goes, shut up, turns her around, smacks her on the what? ass, turns her back around, lifts her up, throws her over her shoulder, and walks her out <laughs> the club. I go, what just happened here? <laughs> she comes back in, and she's doing this. Nice. Go, Who are you? She's like, I, she is just annoying. <laughs> we had to get rid of her. Marry that woman. Yeah. Seriously. Brett, you ever get any fights on the road, man? Uh, uh, when I first started, my first year, I had one altercation. But yeah? You know, not really, man. Did you, you lose? Know, Did just, you lose? That's why you don't want to tell the story? No. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. The ones where you win, you don't want to tell. The ones where, if I lost, it would I would tell it. Oh, okay. Right. Um, but it, it, would, it had nothing to do. The guy was just being a dick. Yeah. Um, I got fired the first first time I was, uh, first hosting gig I got, I ended up losing it that night. Oh, really? Because you got into a scuffle? Yeah. The guy, uh, guy came to the back, and then it just, you know. It's but, so weird when people want to come to a comedy club. And fight comics. Well, it's just the whole thing that, um, you know, you, you don't hear this in any other profession, really, other yeah. than sports, I guess, where, you know, it's it's a show, just let us do our thing. Sure. You know, um, but no, not really, man. I mean, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm, I, I don't want to get to that, to that point. Sure, of course. You know what I'm saying? Um, I have had, you know, numerous fucking people yell at me and. Wow, well, yeah, I know. That just goes I just, with the territory. It's, it's this, I had this one chick. Uh, in um, Cincinnati, that uh, she just was out of control. This was actually funny. It was we had a great crowd. Yeah, and um, bachelorette party, and this girl, oh. this girl looked like a, <laughs> she looked like a pulling guard, right? right? With like short softball coach hair, uh -huh. and blonde. So wait, um, what's a pulling guard? I'm sorry, I have to raise my. She, she I have to like raise an, my no my no sports. She looked like an offensive lineman. Okay, I can go with that. She, you know, <laughs> stocky, an athletic one. Okay. She was stocky, like she was she was a big 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 girl, but solid. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she just kept talking through the first comic, the mm -hmm. second comic, the third comic, uh, and then when I went up because we had a guest set too, and then when I went up, I just went right out the bat. I said, "Listen, nobody. I'm gonna you know I'm gonna ask you to leave." Yeah. Because I'm not, you know, I've been doing this shit 18 years. I'm not going to put up with this. Sure, you know what sure. I, mean? I says, now, uh, there's a difference between heckling and being disruptive. You're being disruptive. Mm -hmm. She's like, it's my friends getting married. I says, nobody gives a fuck. Then why yeah. are you here? Yeah, yeah. Why, why, there's over almost 400 people here, and I got to focus on on this table. And I said, uh, and there was two groups of them. So she gets up and starts getting loud, right? 
and I just said, somebody get her out of here. Yeah, yeah. Now, I didn't make fun of her weight. There was mm-hmm. a lot of easy things to do. So I called her Ric Flair because she looked like Ric Flair. <laughs> she had Ric Flair hair. <laughs> right? Yeah. So the whole audience started going, woo, right? And, and uh, they just, every time she talked, it was, woo, everybody yeah, yeah. just started wooing her, right? So then her friends, her friends were like, uh, we're not leaving. It's her. It's her. And like, and she's like, come on, girls. And like four got up out of the out of the nine. And the other ones were like, we're sorry, we're so embarrassed. So then she starts yelling at her friends, making a scene. They get her out. You hear her in the lobby. They call the cops. Right. Right? To get her out. The cops. Wow. Yeah. And and by the way, so I'm I'm telling the crowd, shh, let's hear what's going on. And you hear her in the back, she's like, This motherfucker, this motherfucker, it's my friends getting married. Yeah. Right. And and then she goes, and he, and he called me Ric Flair. Who's Ric Flair? <laughs> <laughs> and you heard the cops start laughing. <laughs> and, I, and I and I told the audience, I should have went with Dusty Rhodes. Right, yes, old Let school. me tell you American something, Gordon Reed. Foley. She looked more like Dusty Rhodes. But, you know. <clears throat> That's hilarious. The, the, you know what's great, though, is, is I found as a comic that when you get the audience, is the audience, you know, nine, 99.9% of the time, the audience is going to be on your side. Sure, of course. And then when you get these one groups, like I, I, I like hecklers. Mm-hmm. are fine somebody that yells something out now we can battle wits and if they know they're defeated you know yeah, i've never yeah. seen one win yeah, well, yeah, i never. always talk to people Ever. about that is that i tell young comics you gotta understand something about hecklers they're first time open micers they're not real comedians well you yeah. can't any there's literally studies people that yell out i mean alcohol is something to play with it sure of course intellectual people don't yell out intellectual people don't go to political rallies and mm-hmm. yell you right, right. You, yeah. you 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 look at it as ideas. You take it in. You know, mm-hmm. smart people aren't going. That's fucked up. Like that doesn't happen. <laughs> right. So you know you're already at an advantage. Sure. But I, I th- then there's people that are disruptive, mm-hmm. that are just being rude and loud. And yeah. like I had a, I had these in Tampa. I had these people. I love Tampa. Which club? Improv. I love that club. There's a full blown fight that happened in the crowd. Oh Jesus! Yeah, like the, the between guy, between audience between audience members oh, because man. this one table was a little yeah, out yeah. of line, and then they started standing up during the performance and taking pictures. Like, uh, oh man, you know. And then this one table said something, and it just it was all out. Yeah, sure, sure. why would you do that? It's I I you know and and I don't understand it. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I told a story last week of shutting down two girls doing that at the improv front row. And just fucking The worst though is positive heckling. Like people yeah, that, yes, that, yeah. that actually are fans of You're yours. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. And, and and they're interrupting their act and they're yelling out, do this, do that. Yeah, like yeah. I had one of those guys in uh Nyack like two <laughs> weeks ago. Uh Deacon Jones, I call him, so if he's listening, uh he knows who he is. Um he just kept yelling out, I got it. He started yelling out like all my jokes. Yeah, yeah. From like 10 years ago. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? You know? It's <laughs> just, I, no, I, don't worry about it. I'm like, I'm past that. That was six, that was six years in. <laughs> and, and you're like, we've gotten enough. Yeah. I don't know. But, um, you know, again, it comes with the territory. It's yeah, just man. something about comedy clubs. And I don't understand. Like, the people- and it's the one art form where you have to pay attention. Like you have to listen. And, yeah. You yeah. Know, you're missing these things. Yeah, and people don't understand that if they're going to call out, this is the first time they're calling out. They don't yeah. understand. First day open mic. We've been doing this for so long. I go, I go. listen, how do you think this is going to go for you? You're going to win? Yeah. You think this is my first time? I'm dead on the inside. I've been doing comedy for 17 years. I'm fucking, dude, this is burnt wood. There is no more feelings in here anymore. We, we did this Young American tour, right? It was uh, me, Burt Kreischer, Sebastian, uh, Mike Young. And we were in Vegas. Jesus, I that's mean, a heavy hitter show. We man. were in uh, Atlantic City. Holy crap, that's a big show. <clears throat> so, you know, we're all doing like 20 minutes a piece. Yeah. And uh, this one guy in the audience, and I remember this, he's sitting there and he's got sunglasses on his head and he's just a j- fucking Jersey douchebag, you yeah. know? And he's got his arms crossed. And the whole time I'm, uh, the minute I come out, it's just something about me he didn't like. And, uh, you know, everything I said, bullshit. That's bullshit. So he started saying it's bullshit. I'm like, who the fuck? What, you know, what's wrong with you, right? So then we had real words. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, dude, you know, you need to slow the fuck down. If, if you want, we could talk afterwards. Right, but, right. You know. So I, I said, I bet you think you can do comedy. And he's like, yeah, I, and I knew it. He had that look. <laughs> I said, well, here's what you got to do. 
Okay, I go, what you have to do is you have to find out when the open mic is here. Then you have to sign up. Then you have to stand in line and wait to do three minutes. And after about four or five years of that, hopefully the club will ask you to do a guest set. So now you get five minutes. And mm -hmm. if you're even lucky, they'll ask you to host, which is another 10. Then after you do that for a few years, maybe you can move out to LA or New York and risk everything. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And get a job and hopefully get some credits so that after about 10 or 11 years, they ask you to come back and then you can headline and do a full set. And when that happens... When you're when you're doing it, I hope there's some fucking asshole with sunglasses on, going bullshit throughout your whole fucking act, and that's the journey. Yeah, yeah. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I want to, and then it gets to the point where I feel disrespected. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's not Don't even about the I'm material anymore. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're just being rude. Yeah, yeah. Here's my question: Does it ever bleed into your personal life? It's bleeding now. <laughs> I'm I'm amped up now. I can see it. Fight eyes. Well, it's just, it's just fucking annoying. It's like who the f you know? If people even knew the shit we went through, right? The first time I ever did national TV, first time. Okay, I'm uh, delivering pizzas. Not yeah, not not for Kilbourne. Yeah, for Kilbourne. For Kilbourne. Yeah, All right, I was delivering pizzas at 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 the North End Pizzeria. Uh huh. Okay. True story. Now, by the way, I was driving a Ford, uh, my Ford Escort that could only make fucking rights. If I made a left, it stalled out. So, so we tape we taped during the day. Sammy came down. My family was here. Sure, right. I went. I had to work when it aired. Okay, couldn't get off. Right. You know the story, right? So I'm rushing to get home. To to I'm rushing. You know, I wanted wanted to see it. We were going to sure, watch yeah, yeah. it at, at the place. I get an order for. I got to deliver a pizza right when the show is about starts. to go. Yeah, right when it starts because we were open to like fucking one. Right. Right. And I'm, I'm rushing to get back so I can see it. And as I get to the guy's apartment, the guy opens the door and literally I'm on TV. Oh, really? As I'm standing there with the fucking pizza. <laughs> oh, man. oh, my God, yeah. man. And the guy looked at me and and I was, <laughs> it was like, <laughs> it was like a, a look of, wow, how cool. This is so sad. Did you tell that on stage? Yeah. Told That's that story the a few best times. story. That's a dude. great story, man. Yeah. That's a great story. I used to do, I used to. When we get, when I got picked up, Brett didn't have to work the door. I had to work the yeah, door. I worked Mitzi's the door. like, I want you to work the door. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Which I didn't mind, man, because yeah, you yeah. know, you always hear the stories of everybody had to work the door. Sure. But I would work the door, but I also had my day job, which which was, was that valet the, This parking. is one of my favorite. Oh, the stories. valet. I remember I used to at valet. The standard. Park. I forgot about that. I was that. working at standard. Wait, can I, I just tell say something really quick? Yeah. That rock comedy night, you got a standing out. He fucking destroyed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, tell him I love this story. So I, I, I hope it's the story you're thinking. But that is, with the guy at the valley. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, uh, I'd have to be there at 7 in the morning. Now, what would always happen was Eddie Griffin would roll in sure. with 13 people on the payroll, sit in the OR, do three hours of comedy, which 45 minutes of it was genius, and the rest was just white noise. Sure. And he would run everybody out. But he would still have his 13 people oh, in the crowd. Oh, this story. So no no but uh, but I'm setting this up is that I would have to do that now my my one of my big pleasures when I was really young was seating the room at the comedy store mm -hmm. and then going up with my shirt on and just annihilate the OR right right and get off and it was just I don't know I just always enjoyed it because I always felt it was like for all the other employees like sure, sure. you know we're real people we just have to pay our dues yeah but I would stay there till three in the morning then I would have to go home. I would have to get up in the morning and go to my job at seven in the morning. And I would just, I would crush a main room, just crush a main room. And then they'd be like, cause the standard didn't want to pay anybody. Mm -hmm. So I would have to be like valet, bellman, security. Mm -hmm. So I would go up and this is a funny story. I would go up and I'd knock on the door and people would open the door. They'd be like, oh my God, <laughs> it's you, dude, you were Awesome! You were so great. Hey, the bags are right over there. If you could just uh, grab yeah. them, throw them on the thing, and I'd have to go down. And it happened all the time. One time, the funniest story was: I would get sent up. I'd knock on the door. They're like, "Hey, you need to go up and get them." They're acting crazy. I knock on the door. You know who answers the door? Jean Claude Van Damme. Heard he's a dick, <laughs> but he answers it in the most Van Damme way you possibly right. could. Like, he was in a split. <laughs> like he literally goes. He opens the door and he does this. <laughs> he does this weird kind of like magician. Was he nice? I've heard a lot of bad stories about him. He was nice to me at that moment. Yeah, yeah. He probably just yeah, well, I'm sure it. you have too, right? Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, one yeah. of those Hollywood yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, like you do it for anybody. Like I've heard Ben Affleck was really nice, and right. I felt really bad when they told him that the reviews for his new movie were bad, and you just saw him just staring into the <laughs> the, the seventy yard stare. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, here's really nice, and a bunch of people got, no, he's a dick. I'm like, I don't know, yeah, man. Yeah. So I used to do that all the time. I did. That. I got recognized at the my table waiting job too when I first started working the clubs, and uh, I was at the I used to work at this place on Melrose, and I was and it was a great restaurant because I could dress like this. I didn't have to wear a uniform or anything, so I looked like I just the guy comes out. I was like, "Hey man, you're at the ice house last night." I'm like, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh man, you're so funny. You want to come have drinks with us at yeah. the table? I'm like. I'm waiting on the patio. Yeah. Man. <laughs> we have a passion fruit iced tea if you're interested. A great story is. Uh, well, no, the, I want you to tell the well, the, that one about the valet when the guy, the producer, was like, "You're staying at the hotel." You're like, "No, I'm parking your car." You oh yeah, off. dude. Oh, but so wait, the tell standard the, the standard is across the street from, from the, the comedy, comedy store. store. So a lot of people, no, tell them the bus story. You talk What's about that? horrible gigs when they hired you. Oh yeah. They, <laughs> This is great. This is fucking awesome. So I first moved to L.A., and I, I get picked up at the comedy store, and I'm doing really good. And uh, Jason Galern goes, hey, man, I got this gig. I can't do it. It's $500. I'm like, stop. Where yeah. am I going? <laughs> Where am I going? I literally would have ran through a wall for $500 sure, sure. back then. You know what? Sadly, I'd still do it I was going to say, then. So, yeah. So he goes, I need you to go to Arizona. You're going to go to Phoenix. My friends, my accountants are having a special gig mm -hmm. where they want a comic on the bus when they go from Phoenix to Laughlin. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, hell yeah, dude. How much? 500? Done. I fly out. I get there. I get on the bus. They're like, okay, man, welcome. First of all, you got to work clean. I'm like, what? He's Ooh. like, you got to work clean. You got to work clean. This is a corporate gig. I'm like, uh, okay. So I start doing my act. And they're like, okay. I'm like, where's the microphone? They're like, there's no microphone. You have to use the CB radio off the thing. And I'm doing stand-up. <laughs> Love it. Surfing in the middle of a thing of doing stand-up. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing stand-up. I do my Eat first. Eat shit. Eating five <laughs> minutes in. Of course. In, I'm eating shit. I will tell you that I started doing all my friends' jokes that I thought were clean. Right, right. I ate more shit. <laughs> eating shit, doing Nick Swartz and jokes. Eating shit. At some point, and then I started doing crowd work. And I'm like, hey, what's with the whores in the back? Sit down. Sit down. I'm like, dude, they're like, you can't do that. This is corporate gig. Sit down. So then someone goes, does anyone want to try comedy? And every hand went up. <laughs> they're like, hey, Bob, why don't you come do it? Bob comes up, starts slaying the room. You ever Lord. follow a, a local comic because oh. everything's rest what, uh, local references? Yeah. Anyone been on 3rd and Western? But, <laughs> but the I best part Mike's is, house. You know Mike. <laughs> He was saying he had to sit back, like they were telling him to sit down, and then he had to sit back down for the next three hours. So you, like normally Bob, fucking... you normally Bob, <laughs> nobody talk to him and lick your wounds. Right, right. Not this. I had to sit on the bus with the people oh. who hated me. Oh, the worst. The oh, worst. worst. The and worst. I love that they tell Sam Tripoli to work clean. Sam Tripoli, and I've said this. I said this a thousand times on the show. You see people leaving a club going, oh, that was too dirty. You never see anybody say that wasn't dirty enough. Yeah. Sam's the exception to the rule. Yeah. He asked me I'm to not do, as bad as something. These he asked me to do up. his dirty show, and he's like, but you're dirty, right? I'm like, I'm not really dirty. He's like, no, nah, we went real dirty. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, I don't think I'm your well, guy. Well, the naughty show was at a time when nobody was doing dirty, and you couldn't do dirty, and the whole point... The whole point of putting adult film stars in an eye show mm -hmm. wasn't because, yeah, adult film stars, but it was really like, I wanted to keep away people who would just stare at me when I was doing like jokes for my life. They're yeah. all jokes for my life. I never got dirty for the sake of being dirty. Mm -hmm. I just was like me on stage. But here, here's yeah. the thing with a lot of those the comics, and you know, I'm not dirty, I'm edgy, but I'm not. Right, you yeah. Know, but I'm Which not a lot as, of people blur. Yeah. Yeah, they look they, at edgy they, and they'll they call it dirty. Um, you know, but it's just, I'm talking about stuff I've done, sure. fucked up shit, but I, the one gift that I've always realized is that I realized that I'm the exception. Like not most people didn't live this way. Mm -hmm. You understand? Most people don't live our lifestyle. So when I'm talking to them, I'm not projecting on them. Like you guys are stupid. We got it figured out. Right, right. It's more like, look, I know I'm fucked up. Yeah, that's totally it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it, you know, I, I know I'm, I'm, know I'm messed up. You know what I mean? And you know, I, I'm okay with you judging me on sure, this. Sure, sure. Well, you know I'm also I mean? Just like, don't interrupt the fucking set. Right, right. My whole thing is like, I think a lot of people do do crazy shit. I, I'm not to the extent of us. No, but, uh, not but, to getting the back, of but getting us. back to the other thing, when you're a dysfunctional person and you're projecting on the crowd that you're better than them, which is what you see, that's when I see it really crash and burn. You know, when you guys are fucking stupid because you have kids. 
You know what I mean? Right, yeah, You guys yeah. are dumb because you got a 401k in a house. Right, right. Meanwhile, I'm a 45-year-old fucking open micer. Yeah. That that yeah, uh, a lot of that works at a coffee shop, but I get it. I, you know, I, I realized yeah, yeah, yeah. a long time ago that there is there has to be a large element of entertainment to what you're doing. Absolutely. You can't go up there and just be like, I'm preaching or I'm saying stuff and I'm it's like you're you're there to entertain, man. Sure. You know, and I've learned every lesson I learned in life was learned the hard way. <laughs> well, I, but I did learn that. You those, had the ingredients. Yeah, yeah. First is truth. Yeah. Okay, your truth, whatever that is. That's the that's that's the first thing. Then it's uh working at it, trying to articulate it, get it to where, you know, you're making it funny. Now the thing is, I I care about my audience, but I'm not gonna cater to them. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm gonna do what I think is good. And if you don't like it, then don't buy a ticket again. Right. Then the third thing is a performance. It all starts with your truth and your point of view, but at the end of the day, you are performing. You're, mm-hmm. You still want to entertain. Sure. And what I've noticed too with a lot of comics that they don't, they don't, they think that their ideas alone and the wittiness of the joke should just, it should just stand alone. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna say something. This is just my opinion. Opinion. Minimalism was created to protect mediocre entertainers, and that's just a mediocre performers. It really is like. And I realized that when, like, you know, Lana Del, there was this big article in the uh, in the L.A. Times about how, like, the weekend and Lana Del Rey are minimalist entertainers, and people really appreciate that. And I'm like, okay. And then I went and saw, literally, like, two days later, I went and saw ACDC, and I go. <laughs> And the guy who wrote that article should see here and see these 60-year-olds just annihilating yeah, yeah. people. It's like people pay a lot. You know, people can pay whatever. They, it's their money. They can buy whatever they want. Sure. But, man, I'm like, dude, these people are coming to see me. But I'm see, here's, to bring here's the thing, too, and I, in agreement with you. You, they, Hollywood. That was the most aggressive agreement I've ever well, seen. Well, no, because <laughs> it, 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 no, no, dude, this is why I agree with you. That was, was my that voice that loud. Holy kidding! That was fight eyes on an agreement. Yeah, seriously. It's a joke. <laughs> Listen, I got ninety pound eyebrows. I can't do nothing about it. All right, I always look angry. Okay. No, um, the the thing on top of that is that Hollywood could put like there's they could put whatever they want out, mm-hmm. and there are people that can make money because of the industry giving it to them. But at the end of the day, Russell Peters made $21 million on the road. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're still performing for the public. You could take a shitty band and, and put them on everything and give them Grammys. Mm-hmm. But if, no, if nobody's buying tickets when they go into Des Moines, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You could sell out a fucking 200-seat venue in LA or New York and be like, we get it. But you're not selling out anywhere else. Yeah, yeah. You can't. People are are they they understand what bullshit is and what's good. Yeah, I I personally believe that, and that's where longevity comes in. in Absolutely, my, in my opinion. You want to yeah. be the Backstreet Boys or you want to be fucking Zeppelin? Yeah, yeah. And and if you want to be Zeppelin in comedy, you got to put, in my opinion, at least eleven before you really start to see the Matrix. Oh yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Oh yeah. And you could pop early, like that's what happened in the eighties. You know, you had like Roseanne Barr. I think only had fifteen minutes. She or literally something. had fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah. You know, she couldn't do an hour and a half. But you still can't. But you know, <laughs> they hey, show, 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 and then you had this comedy boom. But nobody really marinated in the art form. I mean, there were some, obviously. Sure, of course. But you know, but because Pete, and it's not their fault they were popping early. But mm-hmm. then when you look at the guys in the seventies, when you look at Pryor and Carlin, who started in the sixties all the yeah, way through yeah. the seventies, even Bill Cosby and all these comics that were in it for years mm. and years, marinating in the art form. You can't fake that shit. Hey man, I gotta wrap this up. I'd love. Oh no, more! <laughs> I know. I, a, I gotta, I gotta pee. And I gotta take my kid to soccer practice. <laughs> oh, oh, uh, hey, uh, real quick. Listen, I feel I, I. It's so funny, man. Like I look, I look from when Sam and I were younger, and 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 then here I am with a kid. I used, I brought my kid to the studio today. I used to sit in audition. Baby's first podcast. I used to sit in auditions looking at dads bringing their kid. I'm like, what? The, get a fucking babysitter. And then it's all Carmen. It all turns around bites me in the ass Everything later on comes in life. Back Everything around, comes dude. back. It's just speaking from what you don't know. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And, As uh, when you're single, you think, oh, the kids, I, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, th- th- this parent, Get your kid off the floor. Yeah, yeah. But then when you have one, he's all over the fuck. You're just like, you know what? Leave him. <laughs> <laughs> man, but that's it. We learn. We learn. That's how we, we grow. Learn. Uh, we learn. Brett, man, 
you're allowed back anytime. You're Thanks, allowed man. back. Like you're gonna be, like, Appreciate dude, you've welcome been back passed. anytime. You're regular. You're regular. Sorry, it's not a paid regular, but you're regular. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, always a pleasure, man. Always a pleasure. Uh, websites, real quick. SamTripoli.com at SamTripoli on everything. Okay, and the Punch Drunk Sports Show, right? Yeah, Punch Drunk Sports. Uh, our numbers Ball, thanks, keep comedy. going up. So, guys, if you like ten uh, percent sports. Uh, 30% homoerotica and uh, the rest of just storytelling should be fun. Um, <laughs> also, all of my kids' Animaniacs just ended. <laughs> uh, also, it's Brett Ernst, B R E T E R T. Hold on. Yeah, go ahead. I'll say it. No, we can go. We gotta. We both gotta go. Pop. All right. And then Brett also, well, let me, yeah, and BrettErnst.com, B R E T E R N S T.com. And check out my podcast. We just jumped to the top 20 on Stitcher. Oh, awesome. It's called You're on the List. Excellent. And all we do, we do, we are debate lists, which oh, you're that's more great. than welcome. To, oh, I'd love to. to. I love lists. I love talking that shit. Yeah. And you got a special coming? Uh, Yeah, but we'll talk about that. All right, great. Guys, no, thank no, you so much. no official announcement, but yeah. Awesome. Uh, guys, thank you so much. Thanks for listening. At Murray V on Twitter. And I'm hitting the road in June. You know where all the dates are. Thanks, guys, for listening. You want to know about life on the road? It's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns, and fees, fights, cancel flights, running with the runs, and blacklists, bounce checks, great a bachelorette, <laughs> drunks in the front, making out for your set, and middle acts doing blow more, missing merch, and drive the rental car past another mega church, and juice keys, vagina fist, your cell phone is gone, one big law and order marathon.